Welcome back to the Darting Through the Faith podcast. I'm Father Sean Wilson. With me is Julia Monin, and uh, it's Monday. It is Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. Yep. You got a case of the Mondays? No. I got a case <laughs> of the Fridays. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. Monday's Friday for you. Yeah. Sure. Mondays are great. I love Mondays. We've talked about this before, though. The people, mm-hmm. know, the good people know that. I love Mondays. It's like, let's do this. Yeah. <sighs> Let's go. Day of rest is over. It's over. I'm recreated and ready to go. Yes. Honestly, though, we just talked about the day of rest. We did and last week. If you actually enter into it, then you you should feel. I mean, you supercharged. Might, maybe not like supercharged because you know sometimes you get the Sunday blues and it's hard to get back into things. Yeah, and you miss the day of rest because sure. it's such a great day. Sure, but if it actually like recreated you, then you should have some you know energy in the tank to like. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's have a great week. Grab life by the horns. <sighs> Let's tell Let's people how good the Lord is. Let's do it. Let's do this. Right. Okay. But that's that's that. Okay. Um, and it's Monday. And it's Monday. And we're Works. in the heart of First Communion here at our yes. parishes. Yes. What a beautiful time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. We got mm-hmm. First Holy Communions. We're turning the page, to, though, towards ordination season, so that's fun. Oh, yeah. So, yes, May, which I believe this will be released in May, uh-huh. um, is ordination season, always yeah. for, for priests and such, so that's Yay. exciting. Yay. Yeah. You have an anniversary coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when? Lucky Tomorrow? number seven. Uh, it's May 21st. Well, no, you're... I'm sorry. Sorry, we're recording this on Monday, April 24th. Mm. Tomorrow, you have an anniversary, yep. April 25th. Eight, eight biggins for yeah. transitional deacon. Right. Yeah. Right. And yep. then, yeah, May 21st, you're... Yep. Priesthood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was ordained on a deacon on the mm-hmm. feast day of St. Mark. My mm-hmm. dad's name is Mark, so nice. I always like that. Nice. Yeah. That is nice. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Hey, Dad. Shout out to Mark <laughs> Wilson. So yeah. I don't know if he listens much, but mm-hmm. uh, he's still my dad, whether he listens or not. So I love him. <laughs> That's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> As we're recording this, my parents are in Florida, Ooh, you know, yeah. uh, with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they arrived yesterday mm-hmm. for a little vacation with mm-hmm. some friends from Tennessee. Nice. So Nice. Yeah. Got some nice. pictures already of them on the beach. So mm. Nice. Like rubbing it in. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you could go anywhere. Like on vacation, like you had your pick, beach, mountain. Have we had this question before? We're talking like Pool. what sort of climate sort of thing, not like a particular, <laughs> no, I want to go to that spot. Anything, anything. Are you going on a pilgrimage, you know, somewhere? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not be- We're not beaching up for a week. We're we're doing a pilgrimage. Oh, not absolutely. Yeah. The beach okay. is just like, I'm not a big beach person. Okay. Like even okay. if you're doing different climates, sure. like I would go to a mountain lake. Right. Okay. If I had to pick a like a place to okay. do some R and R, sure. Mountain Lake. Mountain Lake. Okay. Yep. Nice. Not snowy mountain lake. Right. Mm-hmm. Like wildflowers blooming, mm-hmm. cool, warm in the day, cool mm-hmm. in the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Plenty of mountain lakes in <sighs> this part of Ohio. This country. I'm, I'm sure there are. Oh, yeah. I don't get out much. Yeah. <laughs> so. so how about you? Uh, are you a beach oh, person? I don't know. I like the beach. Yeah. Um, but if I was like, I don't like really, really hot weather. Mm. So I, I would take like a cool fall, like mm. R&R type of stuff. But no, if I'm like going on an extended, like, and I have a choice and like there's no limit to like how I'm getting there or whatever. Oh, I'd do, I'd do a pilgrimage. Give mm-hmm. me a couple couple weeks in some holy place where I can just pray and recollect and 
That would be great. Mm-hmm. Let's do that sometime. That'd be fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I associate mm-hmm. pilgrimages with like kind of get being tired and smelly also, just so you know. Right, like, because you think about the people who went on pilgrimages to the Holy Land. I never went on pilgrimage with you. That is how you pilgrimage. It is how Mm -hmm. I pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. Are you the people Mm -hmm. who who walk the Camino in Spain? Right. Yeah. It's it's a grueling spiritual experience that is not posh, and you know, and sometimes you're like, I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. That's that. Just so you know, like. If yeah. I'm going on pilgrimage, it is it is that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, kind of have a general idea of what's going to happen. Sure, but uh, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. just so you know mm-hmm. that, yeah, and like mm-hmm. shower optional. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And but sure, you, because that is like the pilgrim way, sure. right? And sure, people in other cultures don't shower as much as we do. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. And actually I had this discussion mm-hmm. with one of my friends who's married, so he doesn't practice this at all. Mm-hmm. But he said one time when he was unmarried, he went on an extended trip through like mountains with a friend and they were doing a lot of camping mm-hmm. and they realized like, you know, like sometimes it's nice to get a shower when you're kind of like grimy and kind of like that sort of thing. He said after like five or seven days, it just kind of becomes normal. And I was like, Oh, that's, Okay, mm-hmm. right? That's where that's where you got to get get to day 5. Yeah, day you got to get to day 5, 5 oh. to 7. So, I've never done, you know, like sure. you know, because sure. there's always running water wherever right. you go. So, I haven't done the extended thing. But maybe one day I'd like to Sure. I'd like to walk the Camino at some point. Sure, but. sure, sure. Sure. I guess I was like picturing like this beautiful like like place like the birth, the home, the childhood home of St. Therese. And I can just sit there all day mm. and I don't have to move. Sure. And there's somewhere I can have mass. That's like right down the road, sure. get some coffee, but then I can just go and I can sit, right. but I get you a pilgrimage right. to see a bunch in a short amount of time and to really experience it all. Right. That's good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to have a little bit of adventure. Sure. Cause I feel like that's the, as the Holy family was going from, they were fleeing Herod, right. Mm-hmm. And going into Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like that. Right. Like there would be some peaceful, there's, you know, some peaceful times and there's some great paintings of this, of like mm-hmm. Mary and Joseph having a quiet time, mm-hmm. you know, a little resp on the flight into Egypt and Mary's mm-hmm. sitting there with her new infant and Joseph's mm-hmm. kind of just taking a breather under a shade tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a time for rest, but then they got to like, all right, mm-hmm. onward. Mm, keep moving. Yeah. Okay. So all that, right. that's my, right. that's my pilgrimage. It, um, hey, that's, that's some. That's some great insights. I can't argue with any of that. I'm starting to question if I want to go on a pilgrimage with you anymore, but I can't argue with your, yeah. with your yeah. points there. <laughs> Parishioners have asked, like, are you lead, like, you know, sure. people take the pilgrimages to like mm-hmm. Rome and mm-hmm. the Holy Land. And I love those places, mm-hmm. right? And to take people there would be just awesome. However, those two like realities don't jive well together. So normally if you're going on a group pilgrimage, you're taking a bus load, mm-hmm. 50 people. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're not that mobile when there's 50 people. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I'd be terribly pleasant to be around in that situation. Mm -hmm. Right. I'd want to like, let's move. There are martyrs that we could go pray near their grave. Let's get up. Why it's 6 a.m. Why aren't we out of the hotel Mm -hmm. yet? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't think people would like that. Mm -hmm. Right. If they're paying a couple thousand dollars to, to travel, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, I just don't think I would be the most pleasant. Um, you would just have to be honest about what a father Sean pilgrimage entails. This but, is the itinerary. People. Right. But we are thing, moving just like naturally. If there's 50 people, you don't move that fast. Right. Like, so <sighs> yeah. I don't, I think True. that you, you're between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. My desire to move it, mm-hmm. like go. Mm-hmm. And just the reality of having 50 mm-hmm. people, 
Mm-hmm. So, so it's for your better good, people, that he's not hosting pilgrimages. Yeah, is that what I'm you're not saying? saying it won't. And yeah. maybe at some point in my life, I might actually mellow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we'll see. You yeah, know, time like will tell. at this point, like why why are we sitting down for an hour lunch when we could grab a baguette and keep going? Right. Listen, I I speak that language to, on a lot of levels. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But when we get to a good place of pondering, why are we moving? Like, why? Why? Because there's other place to ponder. No, there's no, other mountains no. to climb. Why are we moving? Stop moving. We're just going to. We don't just... have that much time. We can pray about all Mm-mm. this on the flight home. No, no. We're, we're, why are we moving? But the fact of when we get to where we're going, you grab what you need and we're just moving. Sure. Yes. Sign me up. Well, we just worked out a lot. On yeah, this, uh, uh, I think that's probably enough for a podcast. That was a lot of talking about possible pilgrimages yeah. and approaches to participating in them. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoyed it. So thank you for amusing yeah. me. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, let's pray. No, I'm like ready to go on pilgrimage. Oh, <laughs> I think you are soon. I am. Yeah, I am. Not with a busload of 50 people, just private little yeah, getaway. Couple, Good for you. Couple, our crew. Mm-hmm. I get to scheme. Been using Google Translate to schedule masses. Mm-hmm. Um, the Italians have not been terribly prompt about getting back with mm-hmm. my mass requests in mm-hmm. different places. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, if anybody would, and however, I've heard maybe it's not a problem because they might just book you down and just not respond. Oh. That hey, it's confirmed. Great, see you then. Sure. So, so you just might be in there, not know. Well, you're. It's, it'll be an adventure. It'll be an adventure. You said but you we're going to bring that. a mask kit just in case. Okay. Okay. In the name of the Father. Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we give you thanks for all that you continue to do in our lives. We thank you for revealing your heart, your law, and your way of life to us. We ask that we may be receptive to your plans for our life, to your plan for humanity. We entrust this time into your hands. We ask that you may guide us in all things. In a special way, we pray for all those who are traveling, that you may grant them safe passage. Um, and we pray for um, everybody listening to this podcast through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, now we... When the law comes tumbling oh, down. We've nice. been thinking John Cougar Mellencamp, like in between yeah. episodes, when yeah. the law comes tumbling down, and this rhymes. The law. I, the, the song finally when got out law, of my head, but thanks for law. putting it back in there. The Moral Law, paragraphs 1949 to 1974. 1949 to 1974. A real hootenanny here. We got a lot of law. So we got, we're going to talk about the law in general. Then we're uh-huh. going to talk about the natural law mm-hmm. and the natural moral law. And then we're going to talk about the old law. Then we're going to talk about the new law, the gospel. Shoo, I'm not going to lie. I read this yesterday. I don't even know what this is about anymore, besides that it's about the law and it's those four things. It's about the law. So you lead. I'll follow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so maybe we just start with 1949 divine help comes to us in Christ through the law that guides us and the grace that sustains us. Mm -hmm. So this whole section, this whole chapter, and we're in the section about morality in general. Mm -hmm. So before we get to the 10 commandments is about law and grace. So law is about the plan that the Lord puts for our lives, how we should behave, how we should act. Grace is about the help that God gives us to achieve that. Mm -hmm. The, the great, so we, we don't just do this on our own. We're not just superheroes that can try something. And if we just try harder, we'll be able to do it, but we're Christians and the grace of our baptism, the, all the different ways that grace affects our life helps us to live the law. Mm-hmm. So the law is basically the rule of life that the Lord puts before us. How do we how mm. do we behave? Mm. That law, it's and how do we behave is revealed to us in three ways. Mm-hmm. Naturally, 
This is what's open to every human person, right? It's unrevealed. It's part of our our nature, right? And so that could be like do good, avoid evil. Mm-hmm. That is naturally now. Granted, you can cloud your reason to to not understand the natural law in in any in a variety of ways, right? Um, so so that's the natural law, mm-hmm. and then there's the old law. So that's the revelation that comes in the Old Testament mm-hmm. about how we live our lives, mm-hmm. and then there's the new law, the revelation about how we live our lives according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's basically where we're going in a nutshell. Okay. So we're going to talk about the law and how it's good. And all p- part of law is it's promulgated, right? So it's revealed to us, and we have to we have the um, obligation, but also the capacity to receive, to understand, to process, and mm-hmm. to apply it to our lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Whew. That that was really that was really great. That was a really great overview. The moral law finds its fullness and its unity in Christ. Jesus Christ is in person the way of perfection. He is the end of the law, for only he teaches and bestows the justice of God. For Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. That's 1953, so that's the end of this first section mm-hmm. where we're just getting the definition of what this moral law is, right. which you really described well. I'm not sure what else there is to add there. But. Well, I, I, there's one thing to add, that it's sure. a good thing. Mm-hmm. And 1950 says it, it can be t- defined as fatherly instruction. Mm-hmm. right? So God gives us the law not so that we can be burdened, mm-hmm. right? Not so that we can, you know... Um, not so that we can uh, have all this pain or we can know that we're screwing things up, Mm -hmm. but he gives us the law just like somebody gives an instruction manual. Like you want to know how to live. Mm -hmm. Here's how you're going to live a good life. You want to know how to put together this Ikea furniture that seems impossible. Mm -hmm. Well, here, have an instruction manual to do it. Right. So the law is basically God's instruction manual for our lives. How do we live a happy? So it's part of his care for us, right? Mm -hmm. We, Whenever, oftentimes in our own day and age, when we think of law or we think of rules, it's like oppressive, right? It's mm-hmm. burdensome. It's oh, heavy, mm-hmm. right? It limits our freedom. But actually, God's law is actually helps us to be human. It's like, hey, I made you in a certain way. Here's how I made you to live a fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the instruction manual for life. Yeah, right. The law. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just, just to add like when, when things like we talk about like putting something together. So God has a way of designing us in, in the reality of if we, if we, if we're living our lives that aren't in accordance with this law, right? Like things start to malfunction. Yeah. You'll get like a crooked table. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And you might not be able to define that or recognize. And if you're not somebody who's, you know, got the, that doesn't fully understand the law and how that works, perhaps you wouldn't define it that way, but that is the reality. Like our hearts are made um, in love by love and for love to be drawn to him in the fullness of this love. And there's a certain set of instructions for living that out, so to speak mm-hmm. in, in freedom, like you said, not an impressive way, but in freedom. And so when when we're off on that or when our lives become disordered and we're not living within that, then yes, we will notice things going, going astray or going awry, mm-hmm. even if we don't know how to verbalize that or vocalize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your, your family's big into golf, right? Sure, your, yeah. your siblings and all that. Mm-hmm. There's certain rules about how to swing a golf club, mm-hmm. right? That even as you're watching it, you don't know it. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody who's a golf coach, who's perceptive, they know like, okay, you're doing this with that elbow. Mm-hmm. You're doing this with your hips, mm-hmm. your head's coming up, you're mm-hmm. down, your body's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And there's certain laws to do that. But once you learn that, there's a bit of freedom in just being able to swing the golf club, right? Sure. So you have to think through it a lot. And that's really frustrating when you're 
of learning to play golf is you have to think about the mechanics of swinging a golf club. Mm -hmm. But the more you do that, the more you practice it, then you're able to live the law and then you can adjust things, right? Because then if you need to intentionally slice, like hook a golf ball around a tree or something Mm -hmm. like that, then Mm -hmm. you can do it. Mm -hmm. Or if the wind's going a certain way, you can kind of play, right? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like the law can be burdensome because it's hard to figure out, but eventually it it leads to freedom. I guess that's Mm -hmm. why I was trying to tie in with what you were saying. Yeah, that's a great example. In fact, I remember taking golf lessons for the first time, and this was after I had been playing for a year or so. Mm -hmm. And the first thing the coach did was just said, get on the driving range and just start swinging. Let me watch you swing. And he had a video up and then showed me the video afterwards. And I had been watching good people play golf for a very long time on TV. And you know, some of my siblings are good. And when I saw myself swinging the club, I went... I don't know what right is, but I know that ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> like that looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it looked way better. I thought I was swinging much more natural. Sure. Uh, but until like he, he showed me and then we could, be, could break that down a little bit. But yeah, that that's, that's, a, that's a great example of that. Yeah. So then we get into the section of the natural moral law. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you touch on this already? No, not really. Just I mean, I just mentioned mm-hmm. what it is, but... Yeah, the, the natural moral law is basically what's available apart from revelation. So apart from the Old Testament revelation and the New Testament okay. revelation about how we ought to live our lives. Mm. Now, there's some skepticism if this is even possible in mm-hmm. our own day and age, right? Everything's relative. Everything's subjective. There's not a universal law as to about how we should live our lives, mm-hmm. even like is there actually good? Is are things objectively good or is everything purely subjective? Right? Like that's like that's a very just basic thing, but it's it's debated mm-hmm. in our own in our own day and age. So mm-hmm. um The natural law is nothing other than the light of understanding placed in us by God. Through it, we know that we what we must do and what we must avoid. God has given this light or law at the creation. That's quoting St. Thomas Aquinas there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, it it mm. basically it's nevertheless in the diversity of cultures the natural law remains as a rule that binds men among themselves and imposes on them beyond the inevitable differences common principles. Mm. And some of you know and you think this might be obvious, but to be honest, right? That's part of the natural law is because we, we need honesty to be able to trust one another, to be able to, to live our lives well, um, to not steal, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that is, a, it, of course, it's part of revelation also, mm-hmm. but it's also part of natural, like to not take what belongs to, mm-hmm. to somebody else. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you think about all the other things that are just natural, to do good, to avoid evil. Um, you know, a, a lot of the Ten Commandments, you could also say, are part of natural law also, right? Mm-hmm. Thou shall not kill. Well, that's also like, if... And, and different philosophers have said, well, how do we know something's a part of natural law? And there was a guy, Immanuel Kant, said, well, those things that you can universalize in every particular instance, um, that, that, those are the things that you can do, right? So if you, so like you can't universalize killing somebody in every instance, right? So avoid that, right? Mm-hmm. But being charitable, being honest, being virtuous, all those sort of things, mm-hmm. you can universalize that. So mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody's more recent in their study of philosophy, they're like, that's not exactly what Immanuel Kant says. And I would say you're probably right. <laughs> this is, you know, going on 12 years, 15, oh, okay. it's been a, been a few years since I studied okay. Kant's ethical principles. But anyways, natural law, things that are available to our reason as mm-hmm. to how we should live a moral life. Present in the heart of each man, established by reason, universal in its precepts, and its authority extends to all men. Right. Okay. And it's indispensable moral foundation for building a human community. 
mm-hmm. and provides the basis for for civil law, right? Like, so civil law is based upon natural law because mm-hmm. how should we treat each other? Well, how do we enshrine that in law, right? Mm-hmm. Murder, not good. Mm-hmm. How do we put that in mm-hmm. law? Don't steal. How mm-hmm. do we put that in law, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the foundation, right? These foundational principles of natural law, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then we get into the law that's been um, shown to us by by revelation, by what's been revealed. Yes? Right. Okay. So this first, this next section then is the old law, and that is um, paragraphs 1961 to 1964. Um, so this would be God writing the tables of the law, what men what men read, like, so right, the Moses in the Old Testament and the right. law that we get in the Old, in the old Testament, yes. Um, the first stage of revealed law. Right, and its moral prescriptions are summed up in the Ten Commandments. So that's 1962. So mm-hmm. the moral precepts of the old law, basically summarized, codified in the uh, Ten Commandments. Of course, there's more than that in the, you know, you read the book of Leviticus, they got more laws than just the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. But the essence and the most important things are the uh, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, according to Christian tradition, the law is holy, spiritual, and good, yet still imperfect. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a tutor, it shows what must be done, but does not of itself give the strength, the grace of the spirit to fulfill it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, mm-hmm. right, the fact that it doesn't give the strength to fulfill it, but shows us how we should live. Mm-hmm. St. Paul discusses that one of the functions of the old law is to basically point out our weakness, mm-hmm. to point out our sin, to say, look, here's what you're supposed to do, but you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So it reveals to us our sin and our neediness. Mm-hmm. And in that way becomes a preparation for the gospel mm-hmm. because Jesus then will give us the strength to live the old law through the Holy Spirit, through grace. Sure. So, Sure. Yeah, and how important it is for us to actually recognize that, that right. recognize our weakness. I think we talked about that during Lent, you know, but just to recognize as part of the purposes of Lent, the first part of Lent, right. to realize how weak we really are, how much we are in need of a Savior, how much mm-hmm. we cannot do this on our own. Because at any point we think we can, like you said at the beginning of the show, um, after all the pilgrimage talk, <laughs> um, but when we talked about like if, if this was just like we can superhero Power, superpower our way through this, right? And we can just do this. Here's the rule, and now you just you man up and you do it. You figure it out, and you can do it all on your own. Well, then what, what do we need a Savior for? Mm-mm. Like, why did Christ come, yeah. right? If you can do this and figure this out all on your own. So part of it um, is is coming face-to-face it, with great humility to recognize our own weakness, not to be mm-hmm. crushed by it, not to be led into despair, but to recognize, yes, enter Christ. This is why, this is what we believe as Christians. Yeah, yeah. that we need a Savior. So the old law is preparation for the gospel. Okay, yes, as you as you said, and then we have um, in the in par- starting in paragraph nineteen sixty five the new law or the law of the gospel, right? The perfection here on earth of the divine law, natural and revealed. It's the work of Christ and is expressed particularly in the Sermon on the Mount. It's also the work of the Holy Spirit, and through Him it becomes the interior law of charity. I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Mm-hmm. The new law is the grace of the Holy Spirit given to the faithful through faith in Christ. It fulfills, refines, surpasses, and leads the old law to its perfection. Right, so it doesn't replace. Mm-hmm. Right, It's not to say everything in the <clears throat> old law is null and void, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus says, I did not come to abolish, but I came to fulfill. Mm-hmm. So it comes to 
build and even to give the strength to live it out mm-hmm. and to even clarify, to expand the things of the old law. Cause it's, you know, it's not just, you know, and this is what, where the sermon on the Mount comes in, right? Like you think about the things, some of the things Jesus says in the sermon on the Mount, he says, um, you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, uh, whoever, str- whoever carries anger in his heart has mm-hmm. already com- hurt his brother, has already mm-hmm. killed his brother, right? Mm-hmm. You think about, and even, um, you shall not commit adultery, but I say mm-hmm. to you, whoever looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in a, his heart. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus, uh, just doesn't like give the strength to live the old law, but he actually shows the depths and brings it to fulfillment to mm-hmm. not just avoiding evil, but actually to live perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, this law of the gospel fulfills the commandments of the law, like you just mentioned. Um, it, was, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say there was a great line in that, and maybe you're about ready to read it. No, go ahead. It does not add new external precepts, but proceeds to reform the mm-hmm. heart, the root of human acts, where man chooses between the pure and the impure, where faith, hope, and charity are formed, and with them, the other virtues. Mm-hmm. Here's the wisdom that are the, of God's revelation. Cause you think of, um, like if we're trying to change any behavior in our life, um, it often starts externally and then moves internally. Right. And sometimes talk through this with people in confession, say like, you know, I used to, I used to be super judgmental and I would just say crass and my judgments would come out and I'm getting better at that. But now my, my mind, they just living in my mind. And one of the things is just like good, mm-hmm. right? It starts with this external and that's the law, right? The law starts with don't do those external behaviors, but then it's still in our hearts because it, we're still noticing those thoughts in our heads. Like, okay, there's the next step, right? Mm-hmm. And as the Lord wants to purify the heart, first he takes care of the actions mm-hmm. and then he moves interiorly to purify the heart and the motivation. Mm-hmm. So just as the gospel starts exteriorly, do these actions and then works into the heart. So our own actions are our own transformation, I guess, mm-hmm. begins with actions and then moves into the heart. So, mm-hmm. um, so hang in there. If you mm-hmm. notice, there's still some crazy thoughts going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even people who struggle with, um, you know, like pornography usage, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes it's stuff like external and then it moves to the purification of the mind mm-hmm. and the memory and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So like hang in there, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't get disheartened, right? The, the devil loves to discourage mm-hmm. us in our transformation into Christ. Sure so. thing. And it does take it does take so much time, and uh, and a part of this too is what we just mentioned and what you read there, where man chooses chooses between the pure and the impure. So it becomes that choice. Like sometimes the the sin, the impurity, it just becomes such a habit of nature. You're not even thinking about it sure. anymore, or you don't even recognize it. So part of it is like like slowing down enough to you recognize, okay, not great. And you're making the choice externally not to Mm -hmm. participate in certain activities Mm -hmm. anymore. And then like when the thoughts are there, you're making that choice, right? Not to like engage in them or not to, you know, let them lead you to despair or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. to just recognize it in that kind of black and white sort of sense of, Oh, just a thought. I'm not going to choose to engage with that or whatever, whatever it might be. So yes, be patient with yourself um, and trust in the Lord's grace to continue that process. Yeah. Like you said, these are good signs that Mm -hmm. we see on the path of the path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Um, The new law also practices the acts of religion. So alms giving prayer and fasting, Mm. directing them to the father who sees in secret. Mm -hmm. It's prayer is the, our father. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. The prayer of the new law is the, our father. Mm -hmm. Hopefully everybody likes the, our father. Mm Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. That's a great hope. Yeah. <laughs> the law of the gospel requires us to make the decisive choice between the two ways and to put them into practice, the words of the Lord. It is summed up in the golden rule. Fun fact, golden rule is in scripture. A lot of yeah. people don't know that. It actually is. Whatever you wish that men would do to, to you, do so to them. This is the law and the prophets. Wait a minute. I thought the golden rule was do unto others before they do unto you. Nah, <laughs> I have never heard that before. I heard somebody say okay. it. Okay. And it was, of course, in jest. Right. I think. <laughs> but how about this next one, though? How do we describe the new law? Mm-hmm. The entire law of the gospel is contained in the new commandment of Jesus to mm-hmm. love one another as he loved us. Mm-hmm. So it's not just do to others as you would do unto mm-hmm. them. Do to others as Jesus would do unto them. Mm-hmm. That's a new law right there. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about that for a way to live? Mm-hmm. Yep. How did Jesus treat people? Mm-hmm. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. To the Lord's Sermon on the Mount, it is fitting to add the moral catechesis of the apostolic teachings. This doctrine hands on the Lord's teachings with the authority of the apostles, particularly in the presentation of the virtues that flow from faith in Christ and are animated by charity, the principal gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, the catechism there quotes a couple places in the apostles and really uh, St. Paul's letters where he specifically walks through charity, walks mm-hmm. through virtues, the moral life, I guess, the mm-hmm. moral catechesis, as the mm-hmm. catechism said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new law is called a law of love, a law of grace, a law of freedom. and lets us pass from the condition of servant who does not know what his master is doing to that of a friend of Christ. Mm. Oh, remember that beautiful line of Jesus? I yeah. no longer call you servants, I call you friends, because you know everything, right? right? Um, so this is what's happening in this transition from from, right. the, from the old into the new, right? Yeah, and you even think about, like, it helps us to behave as a friend of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so you think, of, if you surround yourself with good friends, and you watch them act, you want to, you act in a similar way, right? Like, you have a friend who maybe is just great at praying, right? Mm-hmm. Or is incredibly generous to the poor. And, you know, I had friends who, you know, if they pass somebody homeless on the streets, you know, they would stop and talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you see your friend do that mm-hmm. and that's how you treat him. And it's like, okay, I'll, I'll do that too. Mm-hmm. But if Jesus Christ is our friend who mm-hmm. we watch him act out of moral virtue and love and grace and freedom, well, that that's how we act also. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we, we follow, we act as a friend of Christ. Mm-hmm. And how do we become a better friend of Christ? Uh, we get to know him. We pray. <laughs> we uh, we eat with him, mm. right? Uh, we get to know his mom, right? Mm. Like we get to know our friends' moms. We, we get to know his fr- his friends also, right? Mm. Friend of Jesus is a saint, so we get to know his saints. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we tell him we're sorry when we screw up. We mm. go to confession. Yeah. Mm. That's how we become a friend of Jesus. So simple. It is. So beautiful yeah. and profound. Yeah. yeah. Talk to him. Right. Eat with him. Right. Say you're sorry. Right. Get to know his mom. Get, Get to, to know his friends. Get to know his mom, his friends. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Suffer with him. Go through hard Ooh. Go through hard things together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what friends do. Mm-hmm. Go through hard things together. Don't abandon each other in your time of trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that, you know, that's like, of course, we can say that like in Jesus's trial to walk with a friend. Sometimes that's easier than when you're suffering yourself to like let a friend in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're I, like, you're suffering. I don't want to burden you. I don't want to talk to you about this. Right. That's not a big deal. I'll be fine type of a thing. Right. Yeah. And even Jesus let Veronica wipe his face mm. and Simon, the Cyrenian, carry mm-hmm. the cross. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we're taking yes. a detour. Okay. Um, that's a beautiful one. Though. I love detour, it. detour I'm sure okay. we'll come back to many times in our lives. Um. 
Okay, and then the last two paragraphs, 1973-1974, besides its precepts, the new law also includes the evangelical councils. The traditional distinction between God's commandments and the evangelical council is drawn in relation to charity, the perfection of the Christian life. It doesn't actually define the evangelical councils here, does it? It doesn't, but I'm 100% sure they're somewhere else in the catechism. Mm, I'm sure. Maybe we've talked about them, maybe we mm-hmm. haven't. But, but So the, the distinction it makes is that um, these are not um, precepts, right? The evangelical councils of poverty, chastity, obedience are not something we have to do, mm-hmm. right? Love one another as Christ loved us. That is something we we have to do mm-hmm. to follow Christ. Living the the evangelical counsels is something we can freely choose if we think the Lord is calling us to it, mm-hmm. right? To live a life of poverty, to live a life of chastity, perfect chastity, to live a life of obedience. Mm-hmm. Well, those are those are on the path to perfection, not necessities. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. According to your saint life and what the vocation is, God is calling you right, to. And right. we get a great quote at the end of that, this from St. Francis de Sales that reads, God does not want each person to keep all the counsels, but only those appropriate to the diversity of persons, times, opportunities, and strengths as charity requires. For it is charity as queen of all virtues, all commandments, all counsels, and in short, of all laws and all Christian actions that gives to all of them their rank, order, time, and value. Mm. The greatest of these is love. Yeah. Frankie D with the mic drop. Frankie D. One of the Lord's great friends. Frankie D. I've never heard you call him Frankie D before. I never have before in my okay. life. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time, folks. Yeah. Wow, you heard it here. A debut ah, title. Of a Father Sean Saint Francis St. Francis de Sales is the patron saint of the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know anything about him, at least read his Wikipedia page. He is just a great mm-hmm. saint. Um he is great. Yeah, he and is. especially for those like those of us living in the world to like continue to grow in this path of oh, holiness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just for like a religious off in a convent, but actually in your life, like very practical, applicable, mm-hmm. applicable ways to grow in holiness. Right. Yeah, great. Okay. Anything else when about the law? The law? <laughs> Nothing else. Okay. Um, Just to cross it off. Yes, there and this was this was a huge section, folks. Like we mentioned, 1949 to 1974, and the in brief section on this is also large, 1975 to 1986. Right. Well, does that mean like read it yourself? Like I can't read it all, folks. So you got to go there. But it's good stuff. Help summarize it. And by the way, I was absolutely totally confused reading this section. I mean, I know oh, yeah. the law and like okay, I can get the overall gist of that. But actually, like understanding it in an organizational way that I was like, I don't know how to com- communicate this. Thank you for helping me understand that. Oh, you did wonderful. you're welcome. So you're the welcome. Lord was at work here. So yeah, I understand good it slightly stuff better. Here. It's catechism. <clears throat> okay, so where are we going? We're about ready to find out. Okay. I want to tell you to pick a prayer section, but I don't know where they are. Because we haven't okay. been in the prayer section for a while. Oop. I feel like we haven't been in the prayer section for a while anyway. Oop. Which is, of course, towards the end. Oop. Oh, you're trying really hard. I... Uh, oh, that was so oh, close. Oh, that was so close. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. That went under the frame. Does, oh, that. That went under that... the frame and landed on that section. Do you see that? You you're not counting that for yourself. Oh man. Okay. You, you gotta throw the dart. You gotta go have the high bar. All right, I like it. Oh, that didn't even hit the wood frame. Okay. I'm trying so hard for you, Julia. Ah. Oh. And now I'm throwing it harder. There it is. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Yes. It uh, we're going to what is prayer? And you know what they say: eighth time's a charm. That was tenth time. 
2558 to 2567. What is prayer? 2558. Stay tuned next time to find out on the Darting Through the Faith podcast. Thank you for doing that. I miss it back there. We got to get back there. For Julia Monin, I'm Father Sean Wilson. That's, I feel like that's how like newscasters end stuff. And Is just, it? Yeah. I don't watch the news, but that might be. Anyways, you okay. got to pray us out. Well, I, th- we have in, um, you know, Jesus giving us this new commandment, right? And mm-hmm. we, we have this in John 13, 31 through 35. And then we have some more of his wisdom in John 15, 12 through 17. So these are both short and I'm going to read them both because they're, they're great. Okay. And we'll end Ruby. with that. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another.